The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, and Indonesia, and in the states of New York, Ohio, and California. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. It is through this connection with the limitless part of yourself that miracles occur, like unexpected healing and wealth. Today, your tip is bring in positive energy. The color pink is emotionally healing and will lift your spirits. When you feel depressed, overwhelmed, or fearful, you can shift your energy. Ask God, Goddess, Universe, the Divine to fill you with pink light. See pink light coming from the heavens through the top of your head and moving through your whole body. Enjoy the feeling of peace. My new workshop for January is called Successful Manifestation. I decided to do this workshop because there are so many misconceptions and simplistic notions about manifestation. Consequently, many people get frustrated and give up just when their dreams are getting ready to manifest. To be successful at manifestation, you first must rid yourself of conscious and unconscious fears that would block 
block your manifestations from coming into reality. You must truly believe that you are a co-creator of your life and that it is actually your job to ask for what you want. Then you need to communicate with the universe in a way that adds spiritual power to your manifestations and increases your chances of success. Lastly, you need to understand that your manifestations come at the time and in the way that you need them to appear. You must trust the process and look for the signs that everything is happening as it should. If you get everything that you want all at once, you will not be ready for it. Manifestation is a process, not an event. As you learn patience and gratitude for what you are receiving, you will start to notice the miracles manifesting in your life. In this workshop, you will experience strategies for releasing conscious and unconscious fears, learn the most successful way to create a vision board, receive specific instructions on the best way to write your manifestations, learn how to increase the spiritual power of your manifestations, gain understanding of the process of manifestation. We will meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas this Sunday from 2 to 3.30. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to register or to contact me about scheduling this workshop or one of my others in your community. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Stephen Vasquez, who will share the truth about depression and how to heal from it. Last week, we had an amazing conversation with psychic Dwan Washington. The show was barely over when a listener emailed me, woohoo, beautiful show today. And it's no wonder I got that fast and strong endorsement. Dwan gave us some important predictions for 2016, covering topics like the economy, climate change, the U.S. presidential election, medical discoveries, and the best ways to invest your money for a high return. This alone would make listening to the on-demand show well worth your while. 
Dwan, however, went beyond this and gave us extremely valuable information on how we can make 2016 a spectacular year for ourselves and at the same time decrease destructive influences in the world like violence and global warming. If enough of us do this, we can help create world peace. All we have to do is spend a few minutes each day doing the exercises described below. Invite others to do this to add even more positive energy to the world. The more of us who do this, the better it is for all of us. This information is so important for each of us and for the world that I'm going to summarize some of it here and also put it in a blog that will be on my website paulajoyce.com immediately after the show. Dwan emphasized that 2016 is a year of choice and of great potential. The energies for this year are opening doors for us to create what we want, but we have to do our part to make that happen. The choices to give into fear and close doors of opportunity or add to the positive energy and help to create a world of joy, peace, and light. We truly are co-creators, and more than ever, our positive or negative attitudes, words, thoughts, and deeds will influence our own lives and the world. The energy we create of fear or love will spread into the world. Through positivity, we can help create calm and peace within the weather systems and even diminish the level of violence in the world. As we accept the lo- and love ourselves, knowing that we deserve love, peace, healing, and abundance, we automatically let go of violence, fear, and judgment of others. Yes, we can even influence the economy. Let's commit to planting the seeds of positivity, growing them, and manifesting them within ourselves and in the world. If this idea that world peace starts with peace within ourselves seems hard to understand, I want to remind you of some of my previous shows with guests like Sandra Ingerman. Dwan also explains, as did Dr. Larry Dossie in our very first show, that if we come together in one mind, we can bring peace and love to the planet. In this one mind, we share a single consciousness. The more we understand that we are all connected and that we all influence each other, the more motivation there is to focus on love rather than fear. The more of us who focus on love, the more love and positive energy there will be in the world, which in turn will benefit all of us. As Dwan suggests, if we all repeat these two mantras and do these two exercises daily, we can help to create our best year ever and manifest love, peace, abundance, joy, light, and healing into our own lives and into the world. The first mantra is, and you can say these with me if you want, we are love as we are loved. All is love as all is loved. The second one is, we are not victims. We are beings of light empowered through love. This first exercise that Duong created will help calm the energies within you and within the earth because this 
year is a year of the heart, it will be very emotional. This exercise will help you deal with your emotions in a more peaceful way. Do it with me now. Envision the earth as peaceful. See a pink heart in the center of the earth. And inside the heart is a white rose or white lotus flower. Then think these words into the planet and all that is on the planet three times. World peace through love. World peace through love. World peace through love. The second exercise will help you connect more strongly with your limitless higher self. It is through your limitless higher self that all healing and manifestation occurs. We truly are spiritual beings having a physical experience on earth. The more connected you are to the spiritual part of yourself, the easier and more positive your life will be. Here is a magical exercise that will change your destiny. Do it with me. Think of the happiest day of your life and imagine the divine shining light on your limitless higher self on that day. Then bring yourself into the present moment and imagine that your limitless higher self is merging with yourself right now and that you are walking on a golden road of limitless possibility. The road is well lit by the divine and that light is guiding you to limitless peace, joy, and light. There are three more important pieces of information for manifesting this year. First, silver is the color for the year and carries the energy of the divine feminine aspect of creation. This is new energy being brought into the world to help empower women, bring the masculine and feminine energies into balance and help create world peace. Wearing the color silver, burning silver candles, and breathing in silver light will help you connect with this energy. Second, to heal and awaken the heart chakra and to connect more deeply to your limitless higher self, wear, carry, and or meditate with any of these crystals. Moonstone, Jane, Cornel- I'm sorry, Jade, Cornelian, or Turquoise. Third, Archangel Michael is the primary healer this year for any area of your life. Call on him for healing. Be specific as to what you want and give him permission in a positive way only to help you, and he will. As with the mantras and other exercises, doing these things daily will bring you the most benefit and the world. To listen to last week's show and get all of the important information Dwan shared, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on Radio Show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story for this week is a continuation of my dentist story from December 10th. As you may recall, I had to have a cap replaced, which brought up a lot of negative feelings. My silver lining was the emotional healing I experienced through the dentist's kindness.
Afterwards, I wrote him a note telling him that his listening to me with compassion had transformed my experience and resulted in an important healing for me. When I went to have the procedure completed, I was only remembering how much sadness I had had during my last visit. We had an initial friendly greeting, and then he said, thank you for the note. That was a gift to me. I told him that I had forgotten that I had written the note, and I appreciated his reminding me. The silver lining was that the simple act of his saying thank you brought the experience to a beautiful closure. It put me into the positive mode of remembering my gratitude and established an even more positive relationship with the dentist. It also set the tone for an easy, smooth, and successful procedure. In fact, a new beginning, the words thank you are among the most powerful words on our planet right now. They shift negative energy and change the tone of any conversation or thought in a second. As I'm writing this, I'm remembering that earlier in the week, I had been to the acupuncturist. After after the treatment, he used acupressure on a few points, and the pain was quite intense, as it often is. I'm willing to put up with it because it's momentary and the results are lasting. This time, however, I didn't just put up with it. I found myself thinking over and over again, thank you. To my delight, it knocked down the level of pain from excruciating to tolerable. The silver lining was a reinforcement for me of the power of those two little words. It works to shift a negative thought or emotion. It reinforced the validity of a story that I heard on NPR that reported new research showing that if people in chronic pain refocus their mind, they were able to momentarily eliminate or reduce their pain. The brain is a powerful instrument. What we think does create our reality. I highly recommend using thank you often. In fact, if I say thank you to my acupuncturist, who's Chinese, his response is thank you rather than you're welcome. I like that so much that I've started doing it as well. It transforms and elevates the quality of the interaction. It acknowledges the relationship of healer and patient as a partnership. Both are equal participants in a process that requires willingness and action from both of us for true healing to occur. And our guest today, Dr. Stephen Vasquez, understands the importance of the doctor-patient relationship. He has a PhD and is a licensed professional counselor and marriage and family therapist in Texas. Dr. Vasquez is the developer of emotional transformation therapy, also known as ETT. He has written two books, Emotional Transformation Therapy and Accelerated Ecological Psychotherapy, and a new book, Spiritually Transformative, psychotherapy. Dr. Vasquez has written several journal articles, given over 40 presentations at professional conferences, presented his work in eight countries and most U.S. cities. He has been cited in several books and has trained hundreds of professionals around the world in ETT. Dr. Vasquez has developed breakthrough treatments for chronic pain, PTSD, depression, anxiety disorders, and addiction, as well as new methods for healing the mind, body, and spirit. 
You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Successful Manifestation. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Stephen Vasquez to discuss the truth about depression and how to heal from it. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you made a list of the people you know who are on antidepressants. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Stephen Vasquez to discuss the truth about depression and how to heal from it. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, let's start with um, a, a clarification on what depression really is. 
Yes, a lot of people use the term depression, alluding to any kind of time when they're not at their best or whatever. And this is not what we in counseling would see as depression. We have to evaluate them to find out what they mean by that. And sometimes I find that they're not, they're not actually even depressed. But then there are several people out there that are depressed, but their denial defenses are so strong that they haven't admitted it to themselves. And, okay, let's say we get past that. When people who are actually depressed, we have to evaluate them. There are dozens of different types of depression. So it's not a simple term in our field. Um, there's extreme forms of depression where they can't even get out of their bed. There are forms of depression where um, the uh, sadness may arise and fluctuate and is gone the next day and it comes back. So there's a huge variety of, of things that we mean as depression. A lot of times when people are grieving, they call themselves depressed. Technically, we would differentiate grief from depression. It's very different in terms of grief. Is uh, uh, There's a specific cause for it. We know what it is. It's loss, where depression may appear to come out of nowhere, which is a totally different matter. If a person's in chronic physical pain, they're likely to be depressed, and that's just a factor that is a part of uh, the chronic physical pain. Traumatic experiences. I mean, people may feel depressed, but the true issue is the traumatic experience. They wouldn't be depressed if we corrected that. And some people simply have anxiety so long and so much that they collapse in depression from time to time. Uh, when I say depression, let's say a lull, a uh, sadness. Uh, it's not often. It's not actually labeled as depression. So these are like consequences of other conditions, which usually depression is. Now, after all, saying all that, there are forms of depression that are primarily depression and do meet the criteria for it. Uh, these days, the majority of people go to their primary care physicians, and typically a, s a brief questionnaire is given to them. And on the average, primary care physicians see their patients on the average of three and a half minutes. Those of us in counseling don't think that's enough and that a more careful and thorough evaluation needs to take place uh, for several reasons, but mainly just to get it straight. So we have a target, then we know how to go about it once we're clear on the, their type of depression. Um, does, does that help? I, I, that helps a lot, and I just wanted to pick up on a couple things that you said. When you were talking about trauma, I wanted to emphasize that that also includes abuse. The trauma isn't necessarily only a one-time event, um, although um, a rape could be um, a, a sexual abuse that's a one-time event. But there's also ongoing abuse that some people have experienced their whole lives, yeah. which could lead to a, a depression, but, be, but they don't even know they're depressed because... It's just the way they've always been, or they're told they're going to need antidepressants all their life, which covers up what the real um, problems are in people's lives. Correct. I think we see this all the time. What, how we try to achieve permanent change of depression is uh, by accessing what we call the core emotional memory underlying it. Uh, most people that only give uh, medications they don't even know that exists because they don't have ways to access the core emotional memory, so they're just on the surface stopping, attempting to stop the symptom. 
uh, temporarily. Uh, research that, that shows both counseling and the use of pharmaceuticals that the counseling process has the longer-term effects and, of course, doesn't have any side effects. So those are the two things that research distinctly shows to be different. And, and also, um, in, in your book, you mentioned that if somebody's on antidepressants um, while they're in counseling, that it can reduce the impact of the counseling? It can for some people. Now, it varies. There are different responses to antidepressants. Just because people are, are taking it doesn't mean they're going to react the same as the next person. Some people have a response where they become pretty numb to their emotions. And that's why it's a risk sometimes in couples because, you know, sometimes they aren't, they're not feeling the good feelings as well as the bad feelings. But that for certain people, that's the way they respond to antidepressants. And when we're trying to work through the emotions and they don't have access to them because they're numb, um, it slows the process down in that particular way. Uh, that's just one response. Not everybody responds the same, though. Oh, thank you for that clarification. The, the, the other thing that you said that I want to ask you about is that 70% of people on antidepressants are still depressed? Yes. I mean, that's well known. That's on the TV commercials you can see. Uh, now, when they, when they advertise for Abilify, they make sure to tell you that 70% of the people still have depression, and this is why you should take this other drug on top of that to really help it. And so it's actually used to market selling another drug because these days what they use is what's called uh, pharmaceutical cocktails where they give you more than one, several, in order to get a hold of a certain condition like depression. So um, what happens is they usually, when you take an antidepressant, for those people for whom it does work, and there's a good number it doesn't work at all, but for those who it does work, it often tends to reduce the amount of depressive symptoms percentage-wise, but it doesn't usually eliminate at all. So there's still depression there. It's just uh, it's maybe reduced for some people. Well, and, and because the symptoms are reduced, since they're not addressing the problem that causes the depression, it could actually pop up as an illness cancer or heart disease or something else because it's not being healed. Right. You haven't, you haven't uh, responded to the warning signs. But if I can give you a brief story, I'll give you an idea how it can go awry. One woman came in to see me, and she worked at a job where they employed people who lost their jobs. And it was so heartbreaking for her to interview these people that when she got the job initially, it was agreed that she would be in an administrative position. So she didn't have to do that. And then somehow, as things changed, she ended up interviewing these people and went home, cried every night. Finally, she got on antidepressants. When I worked with her, basically, we figured out what was going wrong. We improved her self-esteem, and um, she basically asked her, her boss to put her back in the administrative position for which she had the contract for, that she didn't want to do this other kind of work. And, and she stood up for herself, and she wasn't depressed anymore. And uh, see, she was just dealing with the symptoms instead of standing up for herself in that particular case. And so as we corrected that, then she stood up for herself, and she, she didn't need the antidepressants anymore because she, she wasn't doing this sad job of interviewing everybody who lost their jobs one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, but that's just an example of how it covered up the symptom, 
um, as she continued to do that particular job. But it didn't solve the problem until you started yeah, to work she, with she said she was crying every night, and then she wasn't crying every night, but she wasn't happy. She just wasn't crying every night, which is, uh, uh, so it helped to that extent. But every time people come in, I ask them what they're taking and has it helped. And maybe 50% of the time they say they haven't noticed that it's helped or they're not sure. On the other 50%, they may describe some percentage that it's helped. So uh, you can't just assume because they're taking it, it works. Well, and and you also quoted some studies that, that said that it's as effective as a placebo. Yes, yes. So Dr. Kirst did all this study. He took all the studies done on on uh, the depressive use and so forth, and um, all the studies on placebo, and they came out to be about the same. Once he went through the Freedom of Information Act, he found that there were a lot of studies that were discarded that weren't published because they didn't show good, that good effects. But when he put them all together, uh, he found that out. Um, he uh, wrote a book called All the Emperor's Drugs, and he talks about his findings there. And so also there's this other interesting study that that compared exercise to antidepressants, and it came out even. In other words, exercise did as well as the antidepressants for relieving depression. Uh, however, some people aren't crazy about exercise, but nonetheless it was the equivalent to the use of antidepressants. Right. And it also allows you to take responsibility for your life as opposed to just popping a pill. Right, right. Interesting. Right. Uh, um, I want to also share this. The approach I use is, is different. It's called, uh, it originated the approach called emotional transformation therapy. Uh, we refer to it as ETT. And it is basically a form of interpersonal counseling that is drastically amplified by precise visual brain stimulation. So it's a unique counseling process, and essentially it makes, uh, like say, distressing emotions change within minutes, physical pain symptoms change within minutes, fairly consistently. And we also have developed ways to um, facilitate states of extreme well-being uh, as well. So it's what we use for the process of treating depression because a lot of people, while they want to, they may want to do the antidepressants because they think it's faster. Generally speaking, uh, psychotherapy counseling is slower. So I came up with a form of psychotherapy that is faster. It is very rapid and often people get better from the depression faster than the length of time it would take for an antidepressant from, to make them feel better. So speed is one of the things I think that, that makes this a special process. And when I say emotional transformation therapy, what I mean is that your emotions, not only do the emotions not feel bad, but it literally transforms them into something good. So there's a shift that takes place that wouldn't take place in conventional talk therapy as often, where that, that kind of dramatic change with, yes, the, sad, the depression is gone, but now I feel some elevated state instead. So that's a little bit about the approach I use. Well, fascinating. And I also believe I read that you said if someone's not on antidepressants, it can be two to five sessions for um, the healing to occur. Yes, that depends on the complexity of it. If we discover that it's at its base is multitude of 100 traumatic events and so forth, 
uh, and that's why they're depressed, of course, that's going to take longer. But if it's, if it's less complicated, yes, we can do it very quickly. Uh, that's, that's the real plus about this new strategy. Fabulous. And um, I'm hearing that we have a caller, Susan from Dallas. Susan, hello. Are you on the line, Susan? Okay. Well, let's um, continue then. Maybe she... um, Okay. okay, Great. Susan? Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, You have a question? Yes, I was wanting to hear more about how how does ETT work with depression and chronic depression? Like, I, I hear the basics, but like, how do you do that? How do you transform it? What kind of tools do you use? Okay, what, what we do with ETT is we use visual brain stimulation. For example, uh, if you've ever felt bad because it's been overcast, you know that affects your mood. Well, we take that to a, to a much more precise degree. People resonate with specific wavelengths of light as those that have uh, winter depression well know. When there's less light, they tend to be depressed for those winter months. Well, we take that to a new art form where we use a single nanometer of light in conjunction with the counseling process, and we identify which uh, light resonates with their emotional state, and it tends to accelerate the shifting of it. Like you may be sitting in front of a light device we have that emits light, and we're evaluating it. We find exactly which wavelength affects it, and it's really interesting because a person will be talking about sadness, and it will just shift. It will just be gone within a few minutes. Now, a person does have to face the emotions. You have to tell me what it is. It's important to acknowledge it, to disclose it, but once you do that, that's when we can speed up the process. So it's not just blocking it out. It is moving. It's like progressively moving it through the process much quickly. We have other tools that detect this. We have a form of eye movement that I've developed that's totally different than other forms of eye movements that really within minutes shifts people's uh, emotional state and um, there's other tools as well we have a spectral chart which is a process where people look at this chart of uh, highly saturated colors and we select one at a time to match their emotional state and when we do that you find that people again they become aware of more it's not just about fixing it but they become aware of the underlying factors and then we can work on those and shift them. So there's several tools that we use. A uh, fourth one is peripheral eye stimulation, which is an incredible thing to do for people that have high sensitivity to light and sound because it blocks out light. And it allows tiny beams of light to enter your eyes that go to the exact parts of your brain that will shift the emotional state. So those are some of the tools that we use, briefly speaking. Okay, so wouldn't it work if I just sat in front of a light box like that they have on sale at the online for seasonal affect disorder? Is uh, that what you're saying? That can help, but you have to keep doing that. What happens in that process, even within it, winter depression, you just do it endlessly every winter. Our process is geared toward resolving it long term, so it comes to a conclusion because of the precision we use and the, the counseling approach. And see, also, there's the talk part of it. There are people who are depressed largely because they held things in, and they needed to talk about it. So 
you're unlikely to get that sitting in front of a box that you would buy uh, of light. And so there's a lot of therapeutic uh, activity going on here that individualizes to each person where sitting in front of a, a light box wouldn't do that. Well, and you're also talking about getting to the root of the problem rather than just the symptom. Yes. Yes. Uh, It was discovered uh, in 2003, a process called memory reconsolidation, where we can actually access uh, activity that would actually make a permanent change in a lot of different psychological conditions, not just memory. But we use the uh, memory consolidation process to permanently change some things that have been trouble with people really most all their lives. There's specific processes to do that. I didn't invent that, but I'm using that process. Beautiful. And we need to go to break, Susan. Um, did you have more okay. or um, or do you feel your questions were answered? Well, I was just I think I asked more about, too, the chronic depression and... Okay, well, let's come come back. Let's come back after the break and pick up on that question. Okay, Dr. Vescus? Fine. Vescus? Okay. Thank you so much, Susan. Um, And I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You will receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. You will also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows. Now on your paper, write down the people you need who need the information presented in this show and commit to telling them to listen to the on-demand show and to find someone who practices ETT in their area and Dr. Vasquez will tell us how to do that after the break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Stephen Vasquez to discuss the truth about depression and how to truly heal from it. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel. On the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down the names of the people who you're going to tell about this show and the ETT. I'm, yes, the am I saying it right? The ETT process. Right. I'm so right. okay. Good. Um, I wouldn't want to say that wrong. I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Vasquez to discuss the truth about depression and how to heal from it. So let's pick up on the question that Susan had because it's an important one about um, chronic depression. Chronic depression. Uh, a lot of people have chronic depression, and when it becomes chronic, this is not just for depression but any condition, your whole lifestyle seems to operate around it. You learn to operate and do things and even buy vehicles and, and situations that would that would be conducive to your chronic nature. In other words, you expect it. It becomes tied in with your identity. That's why chronic depression takes a little longer because we're not just dealing with depression. We're dealing with identity. People see themselves as a depressed person, per se. But it responds to treatment well. However, there is a little uh, time where people are a little confused because they talk about life from a depressed vantage point, but they're no longer feeling it. And so they have to catch their identity up with the change, so to speak. So they're disoriented without it. If you've been depressed for 10 years and we take it away, um, you may feel not depressed, but you might still identify yourself as a depressed person and still operate in the lifestyle of a depressed person. I'll give you an example. One person I worked with with migraine headaches that were so bad she bent to, to every kind of thing that she could get and nothing got better until we did our work. She had it for 15 years. And she just couldn't get out of bed in the morning with his migraines. Well, even after we solved them, she still had a problem getting up in, in the morning because, I mean, that pattern has been set in motion. So it just makes it a little bit more complicated. But it's not that we can't change the depression. It's the identity we have to shift. People have to transition to a new way of, of life and, and, and get, acquainted with the, get acquainted with their new self, so to speak. Exactly. Um, That's what I was thinking. It's like losing who you are. Right. Absolutely. It's a transition. And that's the big problem with, with EDT in general is it works so fast that people are sometimes disoriented without the symptom they've been grown accustomed to. And so that's just part of the treatment. We, we make sure we do that. 
Um, that's fabulous. And I would like you to talk a little bit about the concept of chemical imbalance because that's been um, bandied around for so long. Yes, chemical balance is used quite often. What happens is that somebody comes in to the doctor's office and he says, you have a chemical imbalance after a few questions. Well, the truth of the matter is nobody's measured the chemistry to know if it's imbalanced. So that's an assumption to start with. Uh, in the cases where there's not been any measurement, that is an assumption. And it started way back in 1965 with the first professional article where a person used that term. And... Um, it, it's gradually caught on as, a, as basically a, a marketing term, but it's, it's really not accurate. It doesn't give a, a, an accurate picture of what's actually going on in the brain. Uh, in fact, there's one study where they compared people with, uh, uh, who were depressed and people who were not depressed, where they actually did measure the amount of serotonin produced, and it was the same. So it's, I'm not saying serotonin isn't involved in it. It's just that it's oversimplistic to refer to it as a chemical imbalance, but mo these days most people, even therapists, assume that it's a fact. And um, it's just um, not a real accurate phenomena. There is one time when you notice there is a chemical imbalance specifically of serotonin, and that is when people are getting off of antidepressants during that withdrawal phase. There is actually uh, an imbalance there of the way serotonin is distributed in the brain. Um, so this is just one of the, it's grown to be a commonly known, quote, fact, unquote. But when I dug into the research and found out what its origin was and so forth, it's just not accurate. I'm not saying that some chemicals aren't going awry, but that's, um, that's too simplistic to explain it. It's a more complicated process than that. I'm so glad that you dug deeply into this. And we have another caller uh, who I'd like to um, bring on the line at, so that they can ask their question. Okay. Are you there? Hello. Hi. Would you like to identify yourself and ask your question? Yes, my name is Michael. Live in the Dallas, Texas area, and I had a Great. question. I'm Thank you. Um, thanks for for taking my call. Um, I'm curious about, uh, this is interesting about depression. Um, I know that a lot of people um, that struggle with depression also uh, struggle with anxiety disorders. Is, is, does this therapy, um, is it effective for anxiety disorders? It's, I think, one of the best things you can do for anxiety disorders because often your other choices are taking, taking things like Xanax, which is highly addictive, a big risk to take, and people are, there's a pervasive issue with anxiety disorders in our culture. Fast pace, people multitasking and so forth, um, it's, it's a chronic issue that's pervasive. At some point, people collapse into depression subsequent to being anxious too long, too much. And um, that's where the depression part of it comes in. But yes, we do have an active process for treating a variety of anxiety disorders, uh, everything from what's called generalized anxieties to phobias to any number of different ones. But um, that's probably what one of the things we do the best at through the emotional transformation therapy approach. Because mm -hmm. a lot of drugs are just are not real effective in, in curing anxiety disorders. And how long does it take? How long does the, the 
there to take for a person to see a difference? I wish I could tell you uh, everybody was over in one session or 20 or whatever, but we individualize it. We custom tailor it to each person. I mean, if you, uh, like I had one person who's like her, her son committed suicide, her husband died, and her daughter died, and her house burned down. When you have that many things going on, I mean, her issue is going to be different from somebody else. Uh, people that were orphaned in the beginning of their life and, you know, gone through any numbers of traumas, it's going to be different from somebody who's um, had a low point in their life that would describe themselves as, as anxious, trying to cope with loss of a job or something. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have to end custom tailor it to each person. But generally, we're always after the, the faster, most long-term way we can we can achieve it. Is it is it like EMDR? Is it similar to that? You talked about eye movement or whatever. Yeah, a lot of people like to compare it to that simply because it's it's something outside the bounds of talk therapy, but it's an entirely different process. Has no relationship to it except that it's a it involves the eyes in terms of uh, visual stimulation. Uh, so, um, and I'm sorry, we have just one more minute. So, if okay. we could wrap this part up, okay, please. That's good. Thank no, you so yeah, much. That's all I was going to say. Okay. Thank you so much, you so much for um, calling in, Michael. Sure. Um, bye. Bye. And um, before we end this part of the show, um, I want to make sure that people know how they could contact you or um, somebody in their area. Okay. Uh, the International Society you can contact is referred to as ETTIA, which is ETT uh, International Association, org has lists of people that are trained in this and in this country and others, but primarily in, in the United States. Um, our, our own is, uh, our website is, is uh, www.ettcenter.com. So, um, and anyway, those are the two, two of the basic contact numbers of the International Association and my local one here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So if you are are fortunate enough to live in the Dallas area, you could work directly with the um, the expert, the originator of this process. And um, Dr. Vasquez, I can't tell you um, enough how grateful I am that you joined us and have brought illumination to an area that has been couched in so much mythology and mistreatment um, and and really um, so many people continue to suffer because they don't have the facts and an option for something, a treatment that truly works. So thank you so very much for um, bringing this into the world and sharing it with us. Thank you. Thank you. I hope it helps somebody. Um, I, I do too. Thank you very much and have a beautiful day. And I'd like to thank um, all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Dr. Vasquez's book and mine. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy, healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as over 
overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, energy healing, ohm awakening, and the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my life coaching Um, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support guidance and healing from the spiritual realm with thousands of guides and angels working through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Please join us next Thursday when Robert Moss will return to talk with us, this time about active dreaming. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.